Hey, I am Daniel Evanson from the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast found right here on TooManyThoughtsMedia.com. I'm popping in at the start of your favorite podcast just to let you know that I have an exciting opportunity for you. You can now, right now, jump in on the ground level of a brand new publishing house called Space Wizard. It's an amazing publishing house that focuses on cool, queer, science fiction, and fantasy books. Right now, we've got a Kickstarter where you can get for yourself an entire year of reading all all up front just by supporting our Kickstarter. You're going to get amazing books and anthologies from the likes of Bill Tracy, J.S. Fields, Robin C.M. Duncan, Chris Garib, Sarah Coderre, Inel Bates, Tim Pratt, a 2007 Hugo Award winner, Kilko M., who wrote on Black Panther Tales of Wakanda, and many other amazing authors, some of which will be writing on the brand new World of Juno anthology series that will be coming out. I'm super excited to be a part of Space Wizard with everything that I've been working on in the World of Juno. If you haven't heard about World of Juno, head over to worldofjuno.com where you can find links to the Kickstarter. You can also find links to the Kickstarter in the Too Many Thoughts Media.com discord which can be found where at too many thoughts media.com go over there get into the discord then get links to the kickstarter or you know if you're old school go to kickstarter.com search for space wizard and you'll find us boom top of the charts we have a very small goal and i know the too many thoughts media.com family can come together and blow it out of the park support awesome small publishers because the big guys are probably corrupt. You can talk about that. If this is Two Cents Radio that you're listening to, get in there and talk about how everyone else sucks. And Space Wizard is amazing because you should go to, once again, kickstarter.com and search for Space Wizard. Support the Kickstarter. Support me. Support World Juno. I really appreciate it. Now, on with whatever garbage you're about to listen to. I mean, amazing show on TooManyThoughtsMedia.com. It could be Fantasy Book of the Month. Is it a good episode? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I'm barely involved. But please go to kickstarter.com. Search for Space Wizard. I implore you. Enjoy the show. Book of the Month podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel, and I'm here with a presumably the other co-host, uh, K- including Katie. That's me. <laughs> Dan. Hello. Peter. Hello, I'm Peter. And Nick Evangelista. Howdy, howdy. I have a last name. Yes, I was do. just going to say, the only one with a last name. I did that on purpose. Ah. It's, it's just like that time that Rachel uh, doxed my address. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What? I never I'm doxed just... your address. That was Peter that doxed my address. It wasn't right. your address, just your town. And I feel bad still. So, okay. Like, boy. It's, it's fine. Now you can say my town because it's giant. <laughs> Raleigh. No. Uh, Concordia. The... The space one. Lancaster. Massachusetts. Cape, 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 Can- Cape Canaveral? I'm I don't know where you live. <laughs> I'm in the giant Somewhere in Nigeria. Central uh, time zone. Alaska. Houston. Yeah. Kansas City. Houston. 
I figured it out, guys. I solved your state puzzle. Aww. <laughs> I was never very good at the geology. No, I still call it City. What are we even doing here? That's, That's a, a good question, question, Rachel. What are we doing here? That's a good well, question, Rachel. Everyone else was saying it. Yeah, we were. Well, we did that thing again where we just said, read this, uh, shouted, read this at each other. Um, so we did. Oh, Boy, so there's no, theme, there's no theme to talk about, huh? Hooray. No, it was sad. What, what, what can we talk about other than, did anyone choose a book you haven't read yet again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katie. I honestly don't remember whose book I picked this time. You, you picked for me. Oh, good. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> that was <laughs> very... <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Rousing. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> I'm not Wait, convinced. <laughs> okay. I thought we were going to let Katie go first, but I'm happy to. Well, want. who did I pick for? <laughs> yeah, let's just go, let's just go oh, over okay. that real quick. Okay, so yes. I picked for so, Nick. Rachel picked Nick? for Peter. No, no, you got it backwards. Why are you oh, going to do it that way? Let's follow the know. line. Okay. Katie picked for Nick. Who did Nick pick for? I picked for Dan. Okay, Dan picked for me. I picked for mm -hmm. Rachel. So Rachel picked for Katie? Yes. That's oh, we figured out, we solved the puzzle. Oh my God, there's and so many puzzles. Nobody told me there was going to be puzzles. I mean, there's I didn't also know. the puzzle of, can Peter pick me a good book? for? And did I hate it this time for the third time? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm suddenly terrified. <laughs> Tune in tonight at 7.30 p.m. for your... Answered to the fuck. I I oh, lost where I was okay. going on there. I'm sorry. Hey, guys. This is this is a podcast. They can tune in whenever they want. I mean, tune in whenever in. I tell you to. Damn it. I mean, it's in, they have to turn tune in after July whatever 2022. Tune in anytime after we publish this to listen and solve the mystery of did Rachel hate another Peter's books? <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I've never. Okay, I've never read a book you've recommended. I don't. Oh no, I did. I did hate. Uh, what is that? Vlad, <laughs> the Black Company. Oh, yeah, no, I, I did, did yes, yeah, I did hate that. that. Book you recommend? Uh, the, the one that was the dragon. The dragon. <laughs> people dying and coming back to life. It was it's really short. Dying, by Stephen that Burr. one with the dragon and the folks Stephen that Burr. didn't live long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know the author. I just, it's like Vlad. Uh, the the books like series. Oh, oh, the the book. Uh, the yes. The Book of Taltosh by the by um Stephen Bruce. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love those books. Sound like you're, made up words. You're awful. I know. I was just okay. very bored. For a two hundred page oh, book, I was very bored. No, it's cool. You you like what you like and I'll like what I like and and ne'er the twain shall meet. Um But we both hate the magician uh the magician. Oh well Me too. I, I also yeah, I also I have mixed feelings about the magician. Yeah, that guy's um, magic trick sucked. <laughs> he ruined like, my seventh birthday party. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, uh, to be clear, the one by Raymond E. Feist, not the. That's right. Not the, not the ma magical grad school. Uh, look, hey, I think Nick's going first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Nick, what, what book did I pick for you? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly I'm sure have you, no I'm idea. I'm sure you remember, Katie. <laughs> Nicholas oh. Evangelista. Oh my gosh, uh, did I pick for you the dragon's daughter? No. That would have been <laughs> terrible of me. 
I mean, okay. you could have right. read The Dragon's Bride, which is also a terrible book. No, I think mm-hmm. I think Katie's message was um, was it the Dragon's you... Bride's daughter? <laughs> it was actually the Dragon's Daughter's Bride. Oh, that was my <laughs> next guess. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah, so I believe that I believe the exact message from Katie was, "Hey Nick, have you ever read The Emperor's Blades?" And then I said no, and she went, "Cool." <laughs> and then I read <laughs> The Emperor's Blades. Oh, I want to read that. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's on my bookshelf. <laughs> by Brian's by Brian Stavely. Actually, that was one of my picks for one of the future episodes. <laughs> oh, that's well, good. No, you can't Sorry. do it. <laughs> well, I. Uh, I'm just okay, oh, well, cool! I'm glad that you've never read it. <laughs> until now, right? Right? You read it, right? I did read it. Okay, I did. Read okay. It. Well, tell us, tell us what you thought, but don't spoil it because it's on my to-read shelf. It's also on my sure. to-read shelf. <laughs> no, I, I I did enjoy it. It um it. The, the main characters are the three children of the emperor of this uh, of this land. And one of them is um, since I think like eight years old was sent to a monastery to live with monks. And he is the one that is um, uh, next to take the throne. Um, his uh, that's Caden. And he's uh, he's he's trained with these monks to. Basically, I mean, he's he's basically just treated as like a monk, like given very little food, has to like meditate all day and learn these certain meditative practices. Um, and he doesn't really understand why he's there and how this is supposed to help him become an emperor. Yeah, I'm I'm that's my immediate reaction, which is why the hell would you send somebody to an ascetic lifestyle, ascetic lifestyle, sorry, in order to, um, you know, prepare them to become emperor? That sounds backwards. Yeah, and I would say that the answer to that question is convoluted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the second character is his brother, uh, Valen, who is essentially being uh, trained as like a Navy SEAL, is the way to look at it, except more like an assassin. Uh, that kind of approach, so I guess. It's like badass. Yeah, but it's it's like, you know, it's the wing of the military that are like the most expert killers. Was that, that a fucking pun? What? What? The Oh, the wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do ride <laughs> they do ride these giant birds called Ketrol. And the um branch of the military is actually also called Ketrol. So like the bird that you ride into battle is called a catch-all, but if you make rank, then you're also called a catch-all, which doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it, it works. Well, it's it's like Navy SEALs ride SEALs into battle. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> what am I thinking? Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so, um, and then the third sibling is their uh, sister. She's the oldest, but because she's a female, she is not meant to take the throne. And, um, she uh, is uh, sort of elected by her father to be the minister of finance, which even that for a female is like pretty controversial. So she's fighting an uphill battle constantly. Uh, and the story kind of picks up with um, the emperor is assassinated. And um, oh shit, was it a seal? I mean, Kestrel? I mean, Kent, Ket, Cat, Cat, Coot? Yeah. It was a cat, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those shady fuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, the emperor is assassinated under somewhat suspicious circumstances. Um, 
believed to be assassinated by a uh, uh, basically a a priest of a uh, sort of religion that has been growing in power in the kingdom or the empire, I guess is the proper term. And um, so Caden living with the monks in the monastery is like literally weeks travel away and doesn't know for the longest time in the book. And uh, his brother Valen learns very early and uh, is uh, basically he learns of a secret plot to like not only kill his father, but to take out the entire family. And so he's kind of while going through his training of becoming a Ketrol, he's sort of uh, trying to uncover a secret plot. And he has this like pull between like, you know, trying to like, should I desert and try and go save my brother? Or should I stay here and make rank so that I have more resources available to me to protect how, him? How old are these uh, siblings? Uh, they're all around like 18-ish. I think the sister is older. I think she's probably in her 20s. Okay. and Yeah, and, I think she and, was in her 20s. Um, Caden... Okay, it doesn't really make sense, but in the third book, they really the author really pushes the fact that Valen is older than Caden, even though he was very clear in the first book that is not the case. But Caden, actually, you know what? You might be right. Actually, Valen might have been older, but the reason he can't be emperor is because he doesn't have the emperor's eyes. Well, I think that's no, what it is. The emperor yeah, has them. I. They're born with they're born with these eyes that are like fiery, like they literally look like a golden fire. And Valen is the only one who doesn't have that, so that might be yeah. the reason he might actually Fucking be older. Racist. Yeah, one was sixteen, one is eighteen, and the sister is one's a woman in her twenty. Yeah, twenties. Yeah. Okay. And all I would say, like I I, I did enjoy this. Um, I, I think that at times the plot was like a little overly convoluted uh but like that's fine you know i don't mind that it was enjoyable to read um there are a few things though like i feel like they introduce characters just to kill them just to be like oh look how traumatized this character is and i just feel like that's kind of like a lazy way to write trauma and it you see it a lot so um, wait they they kill people in order to traumatize other like more important characters yeah okay yeah um and and i'm trying to avoid spoiling things so that's why i'm not get delving deeper into that and then i would also just say like the sister uh adare is um underutilized she's barely in the book and when she is she's basically a fucking idiot and i just i i feel i again i didn't mind it um at all because she's not in the book so much, it's not, like, offensive, where, like, you know, sometimes when you read a character that's just an idiot. But I was reading uh, reviews of the next book, because I was going to purchase it, and a lot of people were complaining that a lot of those things that I thought were minor issues in the first book get worse. Hmm. So that's okay. my only concern, is, like, they, they say things like these characters' motivations in the next book seem to, like, make no sense. So I haven't read the sequel, so I can't really speak on them. Um, I, I did enjoy the first book. I thought it was mildly problematic, but like, and I don't mean problematic in like an offensive way. I just think like certain moments felt kind of lazy to me, but overall I enjoyed it. 
I, I did. And I thought it was really, uh, it had some really unique world building elements in there. So uh, I recommend it, I think. Cool. So that's that. Yeah, that's The Emperor's Blades. By? Brian Stavely. By Brian Stavely. Awesome. So, so then it'd be, who did you pick for, Nick? I uh, picked for Dan. And I gave him a couple choices. I don't remember what he went with. I went with The Black Tides of Heaven by uh, Neon Yang. Oh, we've done that before on this podcast. I think, did I read that one? You did. Yeah, okay. Cool, we can can argue about it. Yeah, you didn't like it as much, did you, Peter? Well, let's keep keep mum on that and hear what Dan thinks and see if he's wrong. (laughs) Let me tell you about it. Jesus! Yeah, Jesus can be wrong, too. (laughs) God's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, Dan, you silly goose. (laughs) So uh, this book's about two kids born to a mama that don't want them. She sold them off to a monastery. A lot of monasteries this week. Uh, And then later, when one of them turns out to be able to see the future, she's like, I'm going to need that one back. (laughs) (laughs) The monastery's like, that sucks. Take them both, and then they both go back. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I, it's hard. It's a little hard to describe this book. Let me let me just say all the things I love. I liked about it. Love loved about it. I did. I mean, it is extremely well written, like prose, like almost like poetic, almost like musical prose at times, like. I very rarely like when I and, and I listen to this, but like very rarely would I like stop an audiobook and like go back and listen to parts just because I just thought like they put together an awesome sentence. I don't think I've ever done that until this book. Uh, but like just, just I really liked reading it just for that. It kept and that is kind of like what kept me going through the book. Um, but like uh but world building also like super interesting like um there's a magic system that's a little wibbly wobbly in terms of like how it's explained but like the stuff they do with it is is pretty cool um there's also dinosaurs for no reason what? that i could tell they just had dinosaurs <laughs> what the, 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 this, this the, is like a very the, different book than, than peter read i don't remember the like, for like half the book they keep referring to something called raptors and i just assumed it was hawks or something like that and then uh, they started talking about its snout and muzzle and i'm like oh they mean dinosaur raptors these people are walking around with freaking utah raptors as pets so so that was happening and it was super cool once i figured out what they were talking because it changed like my visualization of the book by a lot i'll <laughs> um, say I'm wondering if like uh, Peter read it thinking because I would have thought they were hawks. Yeah, they don't. I mean, there's not a point where they're like, "Dang, look at this dinosaur, yo!" It's like <laughs> they just treat it like it's a regular part of the of the book, or like of the world, which I suppose is probably how you would do that. Uh, but and and you know, I also really like the characters, like the um the people involved I thought were like, you know, interesting to read about. And, you know, there's like a pretty, 
almost romance style to the way the book is kind of written. But ultimately, the story is very short. <laughs> it feel it felt like like it was abridged. Like there was definitely a beginning, a middle, and an end, but there was not a lot between those three points. We kind of zoomed right from one place to the other. Uh, it has so even big, though there uh, were time jumps, doesn't it? If I remember, yeah, correctly. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so like by the time I got to the end, I'm like, I understood like what happened and like, I enjoyed the writing and there wasn't a moment where it really like lost me because it was like really well-written and like, um, at least the events were interesting. But like, by the time I got to the end, it was, I felt like I had to go back and I did actually go back and like, make sure I didn't like sleep through chapters. Cause sometimes I do that when I'm listening to audiobooks. but, uh, I did not. It's just that there is not a lot of book there. And um, honestly, I mean, this is a novella. It's not a full novel. Um, but it's still hard not to recommend just because, like, it is really interesting to read. But kind of, like, at the end, it just felt a bit unsatisfying because of what happened. And also, like, because it's kind of skips so much. You feel like there's so much going on, but, like, you don't get to read any about any of it. You get to you get to sort of hear about it in like one sentence summaries uh, after it happens. Um, I mean, I've so there's been very positive about how the book uh, approached uh, gender and and sexuality. Yeah, I thought that was yeah, that's a very interesting part where like the society you know doesn't really make people choose their or at least the royal family i don't know if it was all of right society. yeah it, it seemed if i remember correctly and it has been a while it felt like a uh a, an ability or a, a a privilege afforded to the wealthy that they could put off choosing their gender until they were older yeah yeah because choosing the gender was like a medical process that they went through uh, right, to, the, like, the interface somehow with their magic. Yeah, and and also like as ungendered children, they were also sort of like held in this state of undevelopment by those by those same folks. So even like you could just like stay ungendered for your whole life. It seemed like was a possible outcome. Also, yeah, uh, I think so. You needed to be like like. Basically, they needed to like trigger hormones or something in order for you to leave the neutrally gendered state and and proceed to a gender. Yeah, and I mean, if you or think a of physical like, sex, I guess. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, blows your mind to think about sometimes. But uh, I think if you think of the story as just being about sort of like the 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 choosing of and maintaining of both one of the characters the the one of the twins um kind of struggling through the decision of like who they are while their other twin kind of makes opposite decisions about mm -hmm. who they are and and then like growing up and and after making that decision then trying to like figure out your sexuality and like who you're attracted to uh and then you know, later in life when you're an older person and like those decisions are kind of settled, you know, like how are you making, you know, adult decisions and like 
approaching the world while also like the world's crazy and there's a rebellion and an uh, authoritative government and uh, you're rebelling against that government. So like, you know, all that crazy stuff doesn't take up a lot of words in the story. Almost all of the words are focused on like the character development of uh, Akeha, the, the, what ends up being the male uh, of the two uh, twins. So like if that if you think of that as the story uh it's complete and pretty satisfying actually. It's just that like there's so much other crazy stuff going on. It's hard to think of that at least for me as someone who typically reads fantasy for kind of like that other stuff and not for a character journey uh about sexuality then it's hard not to think of those things as as what I am expecting to be the primary uh, gist of the story so uh yeah i mean uh, ultimately i i do feel like it's really good and like there's a bunch like this is just book one of like five i think in the tensorit series so i am super interested to, to read the others and like uh i think after i think <sighs> part two is also a novella but parts three and four i think are full novels uh so i'm like super kind of interested to read like the full novel uh, books to see if it's a little more of a complete package, so to speak, at least for me. Does that kind of line up, Peter, with your experience? Yeah, pretty well. That It had a lot of like interesting and engaging and compelling and good stuff, but ultimately it didn't satisfy for a, a kind of variety of reasons. Now, I, it occurred to me while you were talking, I was very busily thinking of something unrelated, um, I'm curious why Nick uh, chose this for you. Yeah, I uh, I was trying to just find, I guess, like just really highly rated books that sounded interesting to, or that I thought would sound interesting to Dan, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, so so you haven't read it. No, I actually haven't. Okay, but you you just but, thought like let me let me find something that is that is rated positively, and like look, you wanted to give something to Dan. Like that you yeah, thought for, you for me, like when at least for I don't know, maybe this is just I'm crazy, but like for for me, when somebody like recommends a book, like I want it to be like something that like I wouldn't normally pick up myself. Mm, yeah, know? it's it's a it's a really interesting thing to try to recommend a book that they haven't read and that they that as you're saying, that they wouldn't necessarily gravitate to themselves, but that they would still enjoy. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. That's that's just sort of the approach I was trying to take. I mean, that backfired really badly one time when I recommended something to Katie. Sorry, Katie. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. The, 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 we don't talk about that. It didn't happen. Well, it was the Iron <laughs> Dragon's daughter. Sorry, not just the dragon's daughter. The Iron uh, Dragon's daughter. Sorry. Well, now I know what you're talking about. I don't okay, know yeah. what you're talking about. By Michael Swanwick. Oh. Um, okay, but so and and given that, I want to back it up and ask Katie why she picked uh, Emperor's Blades for Nick. Because I listened to the audiobook and enjoyed it. Great reason. That's all I needed. I mean, she didn't remember why she oh, what book she picked for Nick. <laughs> yeah, but now that now that I you know remember. Um, <laughs> right now I, that she knows. Yeah. This is how. Why do you expect me to remember everything? Um, I do. No. Did, did, did you also feel like everything. they underutilized? Did you feel like they underutilized the sister? You definitely, like, 
she was, you know, this minister of finance, and they kept reminding you of that, and then they're like, like, oh yeah, she's just gonna be kind of dopey and muddle through the palace. They didn't talk about finance once in that book. (laughs) No, they did not. If you want a book about finance, read The Dragon's Path by Daniel Abram. Definitely. I mean, read the whole flip-flap and series. Oh, I was gonna say... finance it up. Think and grow rich. Is that a a self-help book? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's also... I I haven't read this book, but there's Orconomics. Which is a, it sounds like it's a satire book, but it sounds like it has to do with that economics and orcs. But it's about but it's a, oh orcs. I was thinking orcas. No, <laughs> I thought This is the secret economy of whales. Who doesn't want to read that? Did anybody else read um, the "So You Want to Be a Wizard" series by something Dwayne? Yeah, Diane Dwayne. Oh, yeah. I, I never read, read it. Oh, no, no. I read, like, think it's a trilogy in the end. And I think in the second book, they turn into whales for a little while. What? <laughs> it was That's super cool. Awesome. I loved those books. They were good. Shouldn't we move on to the next person? We should. Dan recommended books for me. He gave me two recommendations. One of them was Lovecraft Country, which has become a an HBO series, is that right? Yeah. Uh, and the other one was Paradox Bound. Now, my lofty goal was to read both of them and then talk about both of them. But the second one didn't come to my bookstore in time. Anyway, I read Lovecraft Country, um, and thankfully, I took some notes because uh, that's good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well written. It read well. It was, uh, you know, it was an easy read, not in the way that it's really simple words. It was just, it was easy to keep reading. Um, I thought it was a really good idea to seize the Lovecraft mythos, which is what this does. It grabs Lovecraft and says, Lovecraft was was a racist asshole. Let's reclaim his stories for black stories and it takes a uh kind of a a a group of yeah a family group of uh, black people living in chicago in the crap 1920s is that right dan uh It's either the 30s or the 40s because it was after a war. And I don't remember if it was World War One or World War Two. Okay. There was a part of me that was like, are you just asking Dan because he lived in the Chicago area? <laughs> like, what decade <laughs> a book took place in? No, I'm asking Dan because he recommended the book to I realized me. after. Oh, you know what? No, it might be the... Uh, maybe well, no, maybe they changed it for the show because in the show, there's a whole no, no, episode no, no. about Emmett Till. Is, so it, was it might the, be the 50s. It was the 60s or something, right? Yeah, close um, to the 60s, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I got the era wrong in that first statement, possibly. Well, it's not Lovecraft. Because I'm so now like intoxicated. In, in those earlier ages, so. Yeah, yeah. But, so, uh, you know, I, I really liked the idea of seizing the Lovecraft mythos for black stories because fuck racism. 
And, you should also uh, read um, uh, the, the Ballad of uh, Black Tom. By Victor what's Rizzo. that? Uh, it's Red Hook, but not uh, by a black man. Okay, cool. I like that. Um, and I believe, sorry, I forgot to name the author. Um, I believe it was Matt Ruff, R-U-F-F. Um, but uh, there are my notes. So, uh, yeah, I love the idea of it, you know, the, the premise. Uh, and the execution was decent, is my summary, right? Uh, like, it wasn't poorly written. It wasn't badly edited or anything. I thought it was a questionable choice for a white man to take on the task of writing black stories in the 60s in the Lovecraft mythos. Like I said, I enjoyed it, um, but I think there was some, potentially some reflection of the fact that it was a white man writing hypothetically black stories uh, throughout the, the novel. Um, the novel had the, was like came in the format of a series of connected short stories. That's not for everybody. I enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, uh, throughout the black characters are all serving a powerful white man. They are resisting him. They are resenting him, but they are still serving this powerful white man who has, um, you know, kind of delved into the mysteries of, of Lovecraftian mythos and, um, you know, has power over people and power over these strange mysteries and power over them in the end. Um, the end. Hmm. Can I say this without being spoilery? Um, so the protagonists throughout try to turn the tables on their uh, on their manipulator, on this white man who is manipulating manipulating them and benefiting from their actions, and in the end, I, I, I found the ending kind of unsatisfying for reasons that I feel like I can't safely describe without being too spoilery. Um, but I loved the idea. The execution was decent. It might have some problems. But I'm also not the best person to elucidate those problems. I really need, you know, not me to do that. I mean, so, do you think uh, it was malicious intent or anything like that? Oh, God, no. Really no, no, no. It was with the best okay. intent. But but you can be the the most well-meaning ally and still steal the voices mm -hmm. of the minorities and the oppressed that you are trying to protect. Yeah, I mean, like when I read it, I didn't realize the guy was white until I looked it up after I finished the book. Yeah, me I neither. Like, I didn't think certainly of this person man. who in this day and age would tackle this as a white person. Well, his name is Matt Ruff. He did it. He did a pretty good job, I thought. Um, I think the HBO show actually improves the story a lot. And a lot of that is probably the creative team was almost entirely uh, black and African-American. Um, so there were like, uh, you know, some changes they made to the story that I think might even address like some of your concerns around the endings that they do change the ending somewhat. Okay, um, that's cool. But I, I think it's definitely like worth a watch. Uh, 
if you've enjoyed the book and vice versa. Um, That's cool. I yeah, mean, Jordan I mean, I, Peele is involved with the show and his name is a, is a win for me. Yeah. Yeah. As I, I think he's mostly producing. There's a great, I listened to a, a kind of follow along podcast with one of the writers when the show was coming out. I forget. Was that, it was like 2018, I think. Um, you got me. Uh, yeah. Cause I, th- I think it was right around, or maybe, maybe it was, at the start, God, I, you know, time is a flat circle. I don't know when anything happened anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I th- I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, and then like I I really liked the uh, collection of short story feel because, man, going through it, I'm like, how are they? How are these ever gonna connect to anything? No, but no, like that. Yeah, I did enjoy that. It's not the sort of thing you see in a novel often. Um... Do you know, Dan, if these were published serially or or no? I think it's originally the novel. Yeah, just the novel because they totally could have been, and that would have been, you know, it would have mm-hmm. been a great kind of merging of a bunch of independent, pardon, independent short stories. Um, it's a pretty good book. There's some questionable properties, and you know, you should judge for yourself whether it's it's heavy uh, though. Like go in knowing the like, yo, black people did not have a great time in the south Mo- like ever most of so. history peter uh, who did you recommend a book to i wait rachel yeah i recommended a book but first why did you recommend this book to me dan uh you know i was i was trying to find you something good and supernatural and i gave you two books kind of around the same topic but uh one is way more sort of like uh popcorn in nature and that's uh paradox on paradox bound yeah like it's about america and sort of like the mythology of america and it's supernatural you know possible result of that but it doesn't deal with like the heavy topics of racism and uh cults (laughs) right well Well, i do have that on my shelf now so i will read it before it's really good peter klein one of my favorite sort of popcorn novelists going on today. Hey, Rachel, what did I recommend for you? Uh, you recommended me three books. I forgot. Uh, other, the other two were very long and very, you met, recommended me like the entire Chronicles of Amber series, which I couldn't find. Oh, yeah. Well, only the first half. I still couldn't find them. They didn't That's exist. fine. Um, also, I, read, I looked on uh, good reasons. Like, Dan hated this. So I was like, okay. Oh yeah, Not a um, fan. so I read the Bridge of Birds by Barry oh. Hubert, Hugart, Hugart, or yeah, I don't know how to say his name. It's Hugart. <laughs> That's what Hugart. Okay. Um, it was okay. Uh, it was just Sweet. <laughs> it was a three stars for me. It was um, I've been reading very similar, not similar. This was more comedic in fashion. It was um, the the ancient the story of ancient China that never was, um, but I've been reading uh, similar vein stories like uh, the legends of the, the the Condor Heroes, which is in ancient China as well. Uh, less not comedic, but it's like trying for the same things. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, the Bridge of Birds, follows. Um, 
number uh number 10 ox mm -hmm. uh trying to save his village from an unknown uh plague and can you was... explain that number 10 ox he was number he's like the 10th son and he's strong like an ox okay i got you okay uh, i was yeah. picturing like fucking water buffalo are trying to go across <laughs> a bridge made of birds it really didn't make sense yeah, no, he's uh, he, uh, and he's uh, strong like an ox, and his name is like a famous person's name. So, he, so instead of calling by his name, he uses number ten ox. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then he meets uh, a master with a single uh, with a uh, a flaw. curious flaw in his character. I believe is the recurring phrase. Yeah, and um, I think it's alcoholism, but I don't remember that well. <laughs> You think it's what? Alcoholism. Oh, I I thought it was that he was like willing to let people die or kill people or something like that sometimes. He's always but, those are very di different flaws. <laughs> they are, but you know what? Let's just I'm going to shut up and let Rachel talk. Yeah. Uh yeah, there was like some bad there was a bad part where he almost got married and lets his fiance die in a well because she's a bitch. Oh wow! I do not remember that at all. Like he made her trip and fall in a well, and he like, he like pushed her basically. No, uh, or she, like, like he, he orchestrated this. Probably the fainting, I mean, like fake fainting at, for. Sounds like she, manslaughter to me. Yeah, <laughs> she, uh, she, faint, she fainted in quotation marks in a very specific. Like six step back, six steps back, and to the right or something, and she fell in a well. That's very oh, that's specific. Right. Yeah, there, there is a very specific way to faint or that she fainted and he provoked some kind of reaction where she would fake fainting in that way when she was yeah. next to a, near a well and she tripped down the well. Yeah. Yeah, he has a flaw in his character. Um, but it was like number 10's ox. He was, uh, they were engaged to that woman for a while. Or he was number ten. Ox was engaged to them for a while. Um, it was wait, but it wasn't. It wasn't number ten. Ox with the flaw to his character. He teamed no, up with a, like an investigator. Yeah, yeah. It, but I'm saying number ten. Ox was in, engaged to the woman that uh, his, his friend caused to die. I see. Um, I don't know why he was engaged. It was kind of just like you're engaged now, and it was everyone's like, okay. <laughs> Um, I hate when that happens. A, yeah, it was. I didn't have a, the greatest time with the pacing, um, but mm. it was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. I remember it as an enjoyable kind of Chinese themed in uh, adventure story. Yeah, um, there, there is like a loan sharking and the dangers of loan sharking. <laughs> um, a lot of people die. But in funny ways. <laughs> uh, it's an enjoyable story about the China that never was, if you're interested. I was just not in <laughs> the time. Yeah, that's a good sum up. I have marked Still. it as once a read. Yeah. Peter, again, why did you pick this for her? I no longer remember. <laughs> good <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so helpful. You're very, everyone's so helpful, and I'm so picky. 
again. <laughs> we all try. We will keep trying, Rachel. Don't worry. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> One day I'll get to to prove myself after the debacle of the first one of these. <laughs> you didn't even read it. It was bad. <laughs> Yeah, I chose you. Essentially, a book at random. <laughs> this is kind of what it, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so One of these days, I'll read that book myself. It's no worse than Katie like, choosing the Red Knight for me. Well, it sounded interesting. Okay. Well, look. Do you really love sabatons? No. Because yeah. if you do, do then it's interesting. Like, I'm interested in it. But I also know you hated it, so I'm just like, <laughs> um, anyways, right. so I read The Bridge of Birds by Barry Hughhart. Um, awesome. Okay. And then I picked for Katie, and I gave her, like, three options. She sure did. And I gave, I gave her very detailed descriptions of three books that I've- She sure did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I didn't even, like, read the descriptions. I just- went and found whichever ones were easily accessible to me. Oh yeah, so I recommended The Sword of Kaigen, Forge of Destiny, or The Black Coast. And I picked The Sword of Destiny by Ursula. Ursula. It's Forge Ur of Destiny. The Sword what of did Destiny I say? <laughs> Sword of Destiny, which is the Witcher book. <laughs> I mean... Also a good one. <laughs> I haven't heard of any of these. Okay. Forge of Destiny. Oh, I might have like mixed it up with the sword of Kaigen. Because you also yeah. just said that. Uh, anyway, okay. Um by Ursula. Um Yes, that. <laughs> it's too many consonants. It is. So this story follows a girl named Ling Chi who is like a street urchin but then she um i don't know she's kind of like adopted by the state and they like provide for her education to become an immortal basically um because she has some innate abilities that they detected in her they don't really go too much into like how they detected it or how they like it it just kind of starts with her in a carriage on her way to the the school and so before i read this listen to um before i listened to this i had actually just finished red sister which i know rachel loves and mm -hmm. It is incredible. Like, I am sensing a huge theme in all of Rachel's favorites. So, Dan, write this down. Um, she likes loner characters who gain friends through various trials and circumstances and throwing knives. <laughs> mm, throwing knives. Yeah. Sure. All right. Can't wait to suggest Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, I've read all of it already. Have you really? No, I've watched the show. <laughs> I've been like, holy shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, looking at Forge of, I'm looking at Forge of Destiny on Amazon, and it's it's all 
Forge of Destiny Volume One, Forge of Destiny Volume Two, Volume it's a, Three. It originally was a um, web comic, or not web comic? Oh web, wow! Web serial. So the first arc is called The Forge of Destiny, and the second one is Threads of Destiny. And, oh okay. Yeah. And is the author really mononymic? It's yeah. It, I don't know them. They they are like anonymous. The their only name that I could find was Yerslar. <laughs> Wow. They're the only ones that I have unknown for on all my charts. <laughs> <laughs> like authors, uh, like uh, authors of Destiny, unknown, because I have no idea what this per who this person is. Originally a mix between a forum game and a choose your own adventure novel, which became a web serial. And then the books seen here, its unique origin has lent itself to a long form and intensely character focused story filled with a regular ready progression in both power and relationships. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. You like it? Yeah, it was good. Um, I did have to actually listen to it twice. Because <laughs> so the last book I couldn't even fucking finish, but this one I read it twice. Ha! Um, ah, <laughs> I got you guys. Um, I like a lot of the characters' names were too similar the first time around, and mm. and so like I wrote down a list. So there's Su Ling, Su Li Ling, Li Su Ying, and Ling Chi. Those are like oh, four wow. characters that have been recurring. Even though it might not be Su, it might be like Soon. Leeling, I don't know. I didn't have, I didn't have like the written version. So I, it took me, you know, two tries. I liked it the first time, but then I was like, you know what? I better do it justice and listen to it again so that, that like I actually get it. Cause it, towards the end, they get to this part and, and the narrator like gets this weird like, Scandinavian accent for one of the characters with, you know, the crazy similar names. And I'm like, wait a minute. She didn't have that voice before. Turns out it was a completely different character. So pay yeah, attention. Kids. I mean, there's Eye Patch Girl, Fox Girl, uh, Scary Snake. Girl. Yeah. Eye Patch Fox Girl. Nice. That's how I know them. It's oh, <laughs> Nerd Friend with Eye Patch. Yeah. Fox Girl. And scary. <laughs> yeah. It, so I tried to take notes the first time through, but then I was like, I'm just, I can't do that because I might have been working and supposed to be working. Shh, don't tell my boss. Um, but yeah, Hello. towards the, towards boss? the end. Yes. She's been listening to books on your company time. <gasps> um. <laughs> Yeah, um, so like, like Rachel likes, oh, it's also a cultivation novel, so they like literally gain levels. Yes. Which she also <laughs> likes, Dan, note that down. Um, <laughs> levels, got it. Knives, levels. Friends yeah. Level knives. And um, I had also li listened to the Cradle series at Rachel's behest, and it there were similarities to it because it was like about chi and like unlocking the different 
powers and like stuff. I don't know. I am not very good at that kind of stuff. Rachel can probably explain it a lot better handing it off. Uh, so Cradle is more a Western take on cultivation, which comes from, I believe, Buddhism. Please don't quote me on that. I'm I'm learning this secondhand, which is more gathering power to become immortal and punching God sometimes. <laughs> um, and Cradle is a more fast-paced version of that, while traditional cultivation novels are much slower. Like, um, well, uh, as you can compare the power levels between uh, Weishi Linden and Lin Chi, they're very different power levels. Um, Linden will obliterate everyone because he's gaining more power at a faster rate. Better, Katie? Yes, that was very helpful. Um, yeah, because like she said, Ling Chi, and it does span quite a bit of time, I believe. I think it's a year. I th- think so. The first three books are in a year because that's their first year at the sect. Okay. Well, I know for sure that she made it at least, like, four months or so. So she she is, like, going quickly, according to those around her. And it... There is some, like, kind of political intrigue going on, because... Um, Ling Chi, she was the street urchin, so she doesn't know, like, what all of these powerful noble families know, and that's pretty much who the other students are. They're from, like, the more affluent families. Um, and there's one character who has a little tiger cub that he, like, carries around with him, and when the tiger cub, like, talks, he's, like... A, a snooty little boy and it is so cute because he's like you may pet me now I will allow it <laughs> and every time he did that I was just like fuck you're adorable oh the author has cats but oh gosh another character has a snake yeah and whatever cats cats are cool I like okay cats. uh <laughs> Yeah, so they have, like, spirit beasts that they can bind with. Is it binding, or is it just, like... Bonding. Bonding. Which is slightly different. Okay. Um, Yes. And so then they can, like, kind of... I don't know, harness their spirit partner's powers? I don't know, because Linchy doesn't have one. They, they work together in battle. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to help be helpful there. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> yep. Um, Do you want me to take, take the rest of the review there? <laughs> kind of, because I'm not... Like, they don't really go into, like, why they're training too much. Because they say something about barbarians and... Like, there's a war going on, and Ling Chi has to, like, give the army five years for her well, training. I don't really know where we're going with this. Well, the nobles send their children to the sects. Um, a, to learn. It's a safer place to learn politics, because um, it's uh, mini-politics within the, um, the sect itself. 
and they gain power and prestige when they go home and for their clan. So they can have higher, if you have higher cultivation levels in their leaders, they will be more powerful and have more respect for the other people. And that's how they gain more land or more vassals. Um, that's another thing they can uh, gain vassal lords um, through the commoners at the sect. Yeah, so it's quite a bit of politics going on inside, <laughs> and Ling Chi is kind of just like, I don't know what's going on. Why is everybody scared of my roommate? She has a snake. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much. I, I relate. Ling <laughs> Chi <laughs> <laughs> noticing is nothing. <laughs> are you, are you yeah. scared of Michaela's snake, Nick? <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say everyone also like a lot of people like express romantic interest in her and she's just like what <laughs> not uh, a lot of people uh, the classic not really Everybody. I don't know well there is people... one character who is like overbearing and like Huang Da his name is and he is a total fucking tool <laughs> yeah no okay he no she notices him just because he's like uh, at all yeah he's overbearing and is like oh you know what I didn't notice you before but now that I have I'm gonna stop chasing after your friend by the way I have a fiance but you know what I'm gonna make you mine and it's Gross. Fuck, all, fuck all creepy and they're like all 14 so it just makes it even worse fuck you Hong Da yeah, yeah. basically um no anyways <laughs> oh. any questions rachel yeah. why did you pick this book for katie well let's see what, what did i tell katie uh, uh cultivation story a female main character character driven kind of school setting that is in fact what she said right but so why did you pick it for her though uh, because I knew it was a cultivation story like a Cradle, and I knew she liked Cradle beforehand. I also knew it was yeah. an Audible original, so at least one she would find. Not oh, that's but, how I found it! <laughs> yeah, and I knew one. at least one of them was... Uh... Also, I just read it, and I was just like, Katie, read this. <laughs> oh, yes? It was, like, fresh on your mind then? Yeah, I then I, bit, I proceeded to binge the entire series and watch oh, binge the entire series again. Wow. Okay, well, I don't think I'm going to continue it at this time. Like, it was very good. A lot was going on. And I have invested quite a bit in this story, having listened to it th that second time. So eventually I will go back and listen to more. It's just not today. Yeah, the second and third one are better binged together. Just because... Like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, so... Uh, just because the first one is a good stopping point, but if you get to the second and third, you'll just be like, I want more. <laughs> it's it's not as crack as Cradle, but it's mild crack. Oh. That is how I like my crack. <laughs> <laughs> mild. Yes, I prefer my hard drugs mild. Yeah, you, can't, you can't handle the really tough stuff. Flaming hot cocaine. Yeah. You don't Not like, like that? I can't handle my strongest potions. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. 
talking to one of my friends and they're like, I'll start Cradle after I start Wheel of Time because I can't handle another 10 book series. I'm just like, yeah, but you can get through Cradle so much quicker than you can get through like the first five books of Wheel oh of Time. God, yeah. Yeah. It took me four months to get through the first two books of Wheel of Time. <laughs> and I could read Cradle Actually. in two weeks. Those are the good ones too. <laughs> 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 uh, I like the first oh, I've heard. three. I don't know. After you get um, past five, then it's real tough. Then the then the slog begins all the way to like ten. <laughs> I mean, that's so sad. I just read the entire series, and yeah, it's there's some real rough patches <laughs> in there, and and I was really looking for, like I'd read almost the entire series before, and I was really looking for some character resolution and i did i don't think i i don't feel like i got what i needed at the end of the series i just have one question is yes. bella still around all right spoilers and for the wheel of time oh and shit i don't want to know i don't want to know now i don't remember i don't remember bella at the end i don't you know, probably, probably someone's riding her off into the sunset. I don't yeah. remember. Dan, do you remember? I do remember. Well, that okay, is spoilers, Dan. She's a horse. Anyone. Bella's a horse, is what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers for anybody. She was who the dark one the whole time. She was the bad guy. That's not true. That is. That's what or, happens. Wait, what? What happens? Turns out she was secretly a mule and they shot her into space and she became an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's a nice that callback will... to last month's episode. Man, that was so long ago, you guys. How do you even remember that? Was it oh, only an hour ago? <laughs> I've am... been making that joke for at least two months now. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Everyone I know is like, Dan, stop it with these astronaut jokes. Some someone put this episode out of my misery. Uh, well, no. we mostly enjoyed reading books that we picked for each other. Uh, <laughs> that sounds right. We so all hopefully mostly, you mostly enjoyed. enjoyed yeah, hopefully you all mostly enjoyed listening to us talk about it. So, uh, yeah, we've been Same. all the people. Great. <laughs> Whatever you do, just keep reading. And to that one guy, no, we are not professionals. <laughs> Suck at two stars. Bam, 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 bam.